All right, welcome to the second half of the 9.2 notes. Um, we're going to finish this section up uh, with a couple terms. Here's a new term, actual yield. Right? And what actual yield is, is it is the amount of product that you acquired when you ran the reaction. A lot of books call it experimental yield. You'll hear me refer to it as experimental yield. But our textbook calls it the actual yield, and it is the amount that you gathered during an experiment. So it's the real thing that you can hold on to. And uh, one thing about it is it is always going to be a number less than the theoretical yield. Okay, Which brings us to this other term, the theoretical yield. Okay, Everything we've been doing on paper, if we're doing it with a paper, pencil, and a calculator, that's what we would get in theory. In real life, there are a number of different reasons uh, why the actual yield is less than the theoretical yield. If you just think about our experiments um, and you think about some of the uh, accidents we've had, whether it's um, uh, broken glassware, precipitate being left in a beaker, uh, test tubes breaking, uh, or just the inherent um, uh, inaccuracy of the equipment that we have, you're never going to get what you would expect. Also, there um, something that's a little more advanced. There are often side reactions that are occurring that um, is going to give us less than what we actually get. So calculating this is really straightforward. We take the actual yield, and we divide it by the theoretical yield, and we times it by 100. And this is a lot like how I calculate your grade. Here's the points you get, right? Divided by your total points, possible, times it by 100, and that's how we calculate your grade. So let's look at an example problem. It's right here. In an experiment, we've got some PCL and some water reacted to produce 162 grams okay, of HCl. The theoretical yield was 179. So we calculated it on paper, and we should have got 179 grams. Right? However, we did the experiments, and we only got 162 grams. So that goes on top times 100. You get a percent yield of 90.5. Now, if you ever forget which one to put on bottom, remember this this thing. Okay, the big number goes on the bottom. Okay, so in other words, you never get greater than a hundred percent. Okay, that's not going to ever happen. Okay, so big number goes on bottom. Well, let's try one. Okay, here we've got a situation where we've got uh, 50 grams of product. That's the theoretical yield, but the actual yield is 49.9 grams. Okay, so let me just write out the little equation real fast. Okay, so the actual divided by the theoretical times 100, okay, equals our percent. Well, the actual in this case is 41.9 grams. Notice it is the smaller number of the two. Divided by 50.0 grams times 100. And when you get that, we get 83.8%. All right? Hopefully that makes sense. Now, that's the easiest way you're going to ever do a problem like this. You're not always going to be giving all the information. For example, look at this problem. Sometimes you'll be given the actual yield, but not the theoretical yield. So, no problem. 
we can find theoretical yield because we've been doing that for a while and we're actually getting really good at it. So look at the, the values they give us here. If 8.87 grams of arsenic oxide is used in the reaction and 5.33 grams of arsenic is produced, what's the percent yield? Okay. Well, if you look at the way this is worded, it tells us that this many grams, 5.33, was produced. All right. That is the actual yield or the experimental yield. What we don't know is the theoretical yield. So we're sitting at a situation right here where, um, oops, let me erase here, where the actual yield is going to be, let me try that again. The actual yield is 5.33 grams, okay, times 100. And what we don't know is we don't know this number right here. We don't know the theoretical yield, okay? But look at the information they gave us, okay? So all we're going to do is do a problem that is grams of this to grams of that, like we've been doing. Now notice, they don't give us an amount of carbon. So this is kind of nice. That means we don't have to worry about theoretical yield, and in fact, the carbon is in excess. So, like we've been doing for many days, I'm going to go ahead and find out how many grams, in theory, of arsenic we should get. So, like always, first thing we do is change to moles. 197.84 grams. Okay. And one mole of arsenic... Oops. Oxide. Oops, sorry, my fault. Look at the equation. It's two for every two moles of arsenic oxide, we're gonna make four moles of arsenic. And then one mole of arsenic happens to weigh seventy four point nine two grams. Okay? When you work that out, you get a value of six point seven five grams. That is the theoretical right there. So we'll stick that value right here and notice it is smaller than this number which is what we'd expect. So when you work that out you get a percent yield of 79.0 percent. Right? There you go. So what I'd like you to do now is try this one all by yourself. Pause the video and see if you get the right answer. Okay, did you do that? If you did, you should have got a percent yield of 76.2%. Okay, did you get that? Well, let's go ahead and let's go ahead and do it, okay? First of all, we've got 429 grams of arsenic produced. That is our actual yield, so 425 grams times 100. Um, I don't know what the theoretical is, but, of course, they said I've got 67 grams of carbon right there. So I'm going to go ahead and go from grams of carbon to grams of arsenic. So 67.0 grams of carbon, one mole is 12.01 grams, and the mole ratio is for every three moles of carbon, we're going to use four moles of arsenic. Okay, one mole of arsenic happens to weigh 
0.92 grams. And if we do that, I get a number that is 557.7 grams. And again, that is the theoretical. So I'll stick that number under here, 557.7. Again, notice it's bigger than the top number, which is what we would expect. And so calculating it out, I get that number right there. All right? So there's that. Hopefully these are working out. And if not, again, come see me. We'll get some help. But let's, let's take this one step further. It turns out that we really don't need uh, to do all that work if we're given some different information. Um, we can find the actual yield if they give us the percent yield. So I'm going to write out the, the equation again. And we'll just do a little bit of algebra here. Okay. Times 100 equals percent. All right. So let's see what they've given us. Well, right here they give us the percent. So I'm going to put in 62.1 percent. Okay. I'm going to leave in 100 because that's part of the equation. And then let's see what they want us to find. They want us to find what is the actual yield. Well, actual yield goes on top. So that value is going to be my x value. And then I need a theoretical amount. Well, what do they give us? Ooh, they give us the amount of carbon. Okay. Well, if I know grams of carbon, and I know this one must be in excess, then I can find uh, grams of arsenic, just like we've been doing. So let's go ahead and do that. All right, so I've got 25.3 grams of carbon, right? 12.01 uh, grams per one mole. The mole ratio is for every three moles of carbon at four moles of arsenic. And then um, one mole of arsenic weighs 74.92 grams. And when I work that out, that gives me uh, 200 and 10.4 grams. Okay, so again, pencil and paper and in calculator, that's our theoretical. So I'm going to put that number right there, 210.4 grams. Okay, so now we're thankful that we have those algebra skills, and we're just going to solve for x, right? So the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to take this one, I'm going to divide both sides there by 100. Right. And that gives me x over 210.4 equals 0 0.621, right? And then I'm going to times both sides by 210.4. And when I do that, I get 129 grams. And that is the actual yield. Okay? So there you go. Hopefully that makes sense. Algebra can be a great thing. All right, so try this problem. Same exact problem. Pause the video. See if you can do it. All right. When you work this out, did you get this number right here? 2.94 grams. If not, let me work it out for you, all right? 
I know that x is my theoretical. I know I'm going to times 100. And that's going to equal this percentage right here, 92%. Okay. But I have to find out how many grams of uh, tungsten will be produced, right? So I'm going to take my 3.72 grams of woo. And I'm going to go one mole of woo equals 213.84 grams. My mole ratio is for every one mole of woo. I make one mole of tungsten. And one mole of tungsten happens to weigh 183.84 grams. And that gives me 3.198. That is 9 grams. Okay? So I'm going to take that number right there and I'm going to put it up here. 3.198 grams. And I'm going to solve for x just like I did last time. Okay? And when we solve for x, we get x equals 2.94 grams. Okay? All right. Now, as a special bonus, we have a whopper here. We have a big one. Sometimes we could put it all together, and you can do everything. And so in this equation, look what we have. We've got this compound. It reacts with ammonia and oxygen. It makes uh, acrylonitrile, which is uh, a fiber they use in... Uh, plastics, and some water. We get to not only find who's limiting, we get to find out how much product, and we also want to calculate the percentage yield. And as a special bonus, a trifecta, so to speak, we've left this unbalanced. All right. So again, what I want you to do, and this is a challenge, if you can do this, you can do anything. Pause the video and try this problem. Do that now. Okay. Hopefully you worked it out. If you got an answer of uh, 90.8%, pat yourself on the back. You did a great job. If you didn't, then just watch what I did and uh, see where you, uh, I don't know, went wrong. Okay? First thing I got to do is I got to balance it. I'm going to put a 2 there. I'm going to put a 2 there. I'm going to put a 3 there. Put a two there and a six there. If by some chance you didn't get the balancing part and you want me to walk you through that, just come see me. I'll do it for you. Okay? So I've got a balanced equation because we need those for all these. The next thing i got to do, I've got to find some grams of product. So I'm going to take my 850 grams of C3H6, and I know that one mole of that weighs 42.077 grams. Okay. The mole ratio is 2 moles to 2 moles. Okay, And then 1 mole of C3H3N, acrylonitrile, happens to weigh 53.064 grams. And that equals 1,071.9 grams. Okay. So there's that one. Let's do, let's do the ammonia. Got 300 grams of ammonia. Okay. One mole of ammonia happens to weigh 17.01 grams. 
My mole ratio is 2 moles of ammonia to 2 moles of C3H3N. Okay, and then 1 mole of acrylonitrile, C3H3N happens to weigh 53.064 grams and that produces 935.87 grams. Okay, So, as you know, uh, when we work these limiting reactant problems out this way, the compound that made the smallest amount of product is the limiting reactant. So ammonia here is my limiting reactant. Alright? So, knowing that, now I can do my percent yield problem. Okay? What is this again? Exactly, this is the theoretical yield. So, I'm going to put my 850 grams on top. I got that from right up here. Okay? I'm going to put my 935.87 grams there. Oops, whoa. Getting in conversion mode here. Times 100. And then the percent I get is 90.8%. Now, if you can do that, you can do anything. So, again, like always, if you did not uh, get these answers, if some of this stuff is still not making sense, please come see me and uh, I'll walk you through it. I uh, hope this was an enjoyable and informative podcast. See you later.